0: Hey guys, JK here, I wanted to take a quick second to share something I'm really excited about. I love, absolutely love the conversations we start on this podcast and I want to provide you with practical application for you to take action and lead in your life. So I'm launching a new content called the JK download on my website. I'm gonna share with you exclusive training and downloadable templates to motivate and empower you to overcome. You can even subscribe to get it in your inbox. Check it out at joshkalinowski.com. People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that, pursue that who gives a crap what everybody else says right when you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish does it make you better absolutely hey everybody welcome back to another episode of the jk experience and james is back hello good to see you dude good to see you sir good to hear you too yeah not only for those that are watching it, but those that are now listening to it, man. It's good to have you back in the studio. I, I got to tell you, it's it's been a little bit since uh, since I've been in here, but you've had some
1: great guests.
0: Yes. I, I tell you what, uh, you know, Mike was fantastic. Mike Fackler, what a, what a fun uh, interview and, and conversation I was with him. Just got done with Ashley Bright, the CEO of the, uh, the Boys and Girls Club of Central Wyoming. And uh, Barbie, oh my gosh, she just did amazing. And I loved, loved, loved her takeaways. How about the feedback on that? I yeah. mean,
1: people are coming literally out of the woodwork to to tell Barbie what a great job she did, and she did. She knocked it out of the park.
0: Yes, and she has got an amazing voice for radio. One of the yes. things that I just loved about hearing her speak was like it was just a, a wonderful voice coming through the airways. Um, and I tell you what, this is a little sneak peek, but uh, uh, I have I've asked and I've challenged Barbie to do the uh, conversation with the uh, with the agents next Tuesday at our office meeting. Um, and she's going to be bringing up uh, that topic about how hard is not the opposite of good. So we're going to turn that into a video as well. And man, I tell you, they are they are going to get their their uh, their socks rocked next Tuesday. I know they are. And
1: it's, you know, going back to that Barbie thing, I want to, I just, if you know her on a personal level, you know her as being fairly introverted, but yes. if you didn't know that, listen, to that podcast. You would think she does this for a living. Yeah, you really would. And she, so she's an amazing girl. I love that she's kind of found that voice. If you'll, if you'll pardon the pun, for but sure, uh, she's just, and she's good to be around. I love her.
0: Yeah, she is definitely a sweetheart, um, man. I tell you what, you know, it's been a busy week. We've had a lot of projects that we've been working on. Uh, one of the things I'm going to kind of sidebar here uh, before we get into um, a conversation today, but uh, we just got done with the Hell Yeah statement. So I'm super excited about that with the JK experience. That is a downloadable PDF. That if you guys just go to Josh Dot com. Uh, You can download this hell yeah statement. We just did and released a uh, podcast on that and a video to follow up with it. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to JoshKalinowski.com and you're going to see that. Go to the JK Experience page on Facebook or any of the social media uh, outlets you're going to see and just look up either myself or the JK Experience. Um, you know, the, the hell yeah statement, dude, was so important uh, in my evolution because you know, one thing is—it's one thing to have a mission statement. It's one thing to have the just cause. It's one thing to have all of these 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 statements, but uh, the hell yeah statement really helps uh, build up that intestinal fortitude because here, we know this, dude, like the path to leadership is not easy. Mm -mm. And any time that you try to do something great in your life or greater in your life, the resilience that you experience, the setbacks that you often have to go through in order to push through, you need words of encouragement. And when you can create a statement that are your words and then your passion and your experience brings out in that, Um, i tell you what, it is very uplifting. It's encouraging, but it also is that gut wrenching, um, like almost that fist, right? That you need in order to tackle that next day, that next moment, that next conversation. So I can't say enough about this hell yeah statement. Super proud of it. Uh, very easy to do. And I encourage you, joshkalinowski.com, go download it. It's going to be something that will, I, I think will actually help you improve and tackle the next biggest thing in your life. Looking forward to that for sure. Yep. All right, dude. Well, um, we've had some we've had some interesting conversations here recently, buddy. Oh, you know we have. <laughs> I was afraid that was going to come. I, you know, I was hoping you'd
1: say, man, you know, let's just talk about the weather today. Yeah. But that's not. No, a we're not going to do that. All right. So yeah. So let's let's get raw. So one of the things that I've just recently realized, and I, and I want to talk about this because this was a huge learning growing experience for me as a, as a leader. Okay. And uh, earlier this week, uh, I involved you in a conversation uh, that we were having with with one of the agents in our office. And in that conversation, I got very what we like to call passionate, right? You know, I, I got really passionate. My voice was raised. Uh, i was I was angry. I mean, i was I was visibly yeah. angry. yeah and i i didn't I didn't come at it the way I wanted to come at it, right? right? I mean, i I wanted to make the point because I knew, you know, I knew what was going on was wrong, and I wanted to stop it right now. But I, I made a couple of mistakes in that. And the thing that I'm I'm going to be forever grateful for is the fact that you kind of, you were there to slow me down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But after the fact, uh, so it didn't go farther. Let, let me say that. So it didn't go farther than, than what I couldn't come back from. Right. So you slowed me down in that. But the thing that we talked about afterwards is you said, hey, man, sometimes you got to hash this out before you have the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, I believe what you said is you got to have somebody to vent on, right? Before you have the actual conversation, yeah. Because if you do that and you just get those frustrations and the, the anger out of there, then that conversation is going to go a lot better, a lot, a lot more beneficial for both parties. Sure. So one of the things that I want to and I, I want the world to know about this. Is this is just such a great thing. So I kind of want you to talk through that and and go into a little more detail about that. Like you have had countless difficult conversations with people who were, I mean, just really not doing the right thing at all. People who were maybe just you know doing things that were counter to what it is that you believe in and what you thought they believed in. Yeah. And I just want to know about that, man. How do you separate out that? And I'm just gonna say anger. How do you separate out that anger, that frustration from the conversation? And I know one of the tools you use is. Is venting with somebody, right? But tell me how you walk through that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the venting part of this is, is so important, of course, right? Because we know how many how many of us have had conversations. And and James, here's the thing, dude. Is uh, literally, I think it was about a week, maybe a week and a half prior to the conversation that w- I was involved in with you and, and this other um, agent, this other person. I mean, I was having those conversations. And I had some frustration that was going on in the way that people were handling their business. And so it was very important. Something that I had to learn uh, over the, the, the years was um, I, I was that guy that would not vent to anybody else, not have a conversation before the conversation. And then I would explode and I would basically vomit on them all of my frustration. And first of all, that is just not healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not leadership at all. Uh, that's not showing grace, that's not showing all of these things that we aspire to be as leaders um, in the moment. We, we, we allow our frustration, our insecurities, the stories we say that we're saying in our head about what the situation is. And here's the problem is that half of the time, there's like, we've said this before, there's always two truths to every story, right? Yep. It's your perspective and then my perspective, right? And you can still be right and I can still be right. And unfortunately, we convince ourselves that the story that we're telling ourselves is the truth and the only truth of it. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important to have people in your life when we talk about this, you know, your board, your board table, but people in your life that you can go to with this frustration. You can go to and say, listen, I just need to vent and I need to get your perspective on this. Yeah. Right. Um, one of the things I talk about, uh, what, what I talk about and I've, uh, I've learned as well, too, is about facts and feelings. And any time that I can separate both of them going into that situation, the better I am to serve that situation, right, that conversation. And so my my emotions are what's going to elevate my tone. It's going to elevate my voice, Uh, but my facts are going to give me the substance for me to be able to be calm because when I know the facts of the situation, I already know going into it how I want to resolve it right? Mm -hmm. I already know the truth. You know, the emotions are not necessarily the truth of the story, right? Yes. And so um, I I remember listening to a long time ago, I listened to a, a Jocko Williams, and he's talking about leadership and how we have to typically, like the, the literally the thing that you do is take a step back from the situation. You literally take a step back so you can kind of get a bird's eye view of everything that's going on. And and it was really a, just a mental trigger for me to know that like when I'm in those situations, if you if you'll notice, I usually, I'll either intently move forward so I can listen, and then before I answer, I always move back because I want to make sure that I'm coming from a point of view of facts and not feelings or emotions, right? right. Yeah. Um, the other thing through those conversations, just like you know, it, it, and I'll just kind of reverse this because just a week prior to that, I came to you and literally vented on you. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, "Man, I am so freaking pissed off about this person doing this," and da 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 da. Right? I mean, just it was leadership at its best and worst in yes. a sense, and and it was great that within a week's time you got to experience not only the the exact kind of like what I was going through but but then we we got to experience that conversation afterwards where I remember saying hey listen how about we do this and this was after your conversation I yeah. said you know there's a lot of things that I learned from the last two venting periods that I just had why don't we talk tomorrow and then we'll, we'll we got to talk about our takeaways yeah right and I think it's so important because Here's the thing as a leader, there's so many things that you are um, shoveled on with crap, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many things that are put on your shoulders that if you don't have that person to vent to, if you don't have that circle of people, or at least that one person that you can have a conversation with, you are left with this burden to handle all of it. And, and for you to think that you're going to make the right decisions all the time or to handle the situations all the time in the correct way is freaking BS, dude. And I don't care who the heck you are. You cannot carry that burden. And when I learned that I could involve other people so that I could not only vent, but I could also be able to be prepared to say, okay, what am I missing? Like, wh- wh- how do I need to handle this? What's, man, is that the right attitude I need to have? And you'll, you'll realize that when you, when you vent to somebody that the words that you say really aren't the words that you really mean, mm-hmm. you know, couple, yeah. I mean, how many times does that happen, James, where you're in an argument with somebody, you say some things and you're just going, man, that was not cool. Like I what am I doing? What am I saying there? And we just, we have complete regret over some very hurtful words because of the emotions that are involved in it. No, that is so, that is so true. And I, having this so
1: fresh in my world, yeah, that's exactly right. Like there are things that you, the, the instant they come out of your mouth, you're like, "Mm, wish I had that one back. Right. You know, wish I wouldn't have said that. And Again, it's you're operating on that raw emotion, right? And one of the other things that, that we talked about there was, you know, disappointment versus frustration. And yeah. I want you to take it there because yeah. that was an eye-opener for me. But yes, you're, you're 100% right. I think if I would have had an opportunity to vent to someone else, anyone else at my table... I would, have, I would have gotten that all out there. I would have gotten my frustration out, mm-hmm. and then I could have attacked it a little more uh, on the disappointment level rather than the frustration. So uh, walk, walk everybody through that. You, you brought that up, and you said, Hey, listen, man, I think a lot of what you were dealing with here, you were frustrated with this particular person. Yeah. Now, I think what the true emotion is is that you were disappointed in, in what they had done, in their, in their actions. Mm-hmm. and So take us there.
0: Yeah. I mean, anytime that you're in a position of leadership, right. Um, and, and more so maybe even some authority, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's very easy to play the card of frustration where you're literally pointing them down, like you're pointing the finger at them and you're, you're coming from a position that's very unhealthy, Mm -hmm. right. Where you're literally are just tearing them down. And I think that we as leaders have to be very careful of how we, um, how we express our authority, uh, in people's lives. Um, and I've found that the best way to handle that, especially when it comes from the emotional side of things. I mean, just think about that. Just like when you are frustrated, you bristle up when you're frustrated, your voice raises when you are frustrated with somebody, you want to yell and scream and you want to cuss and you want to like, you want to, you want them to know your pain. Right. But when you're disappointed, it's like everything, like your shoulders relax. You can talk a little bit more in a calming voice. You know, when you're disappointed, you get a little more heartfelt, and then it becomes a more of a sincere conversation. And I mean, even just as I'm talking, I can't help but do that when I'm just disappointed in it, right? Yeah. And and here's the thing: is that uh, you know if you know if you've raised children, or if you're in the process of raising children, um, or if you've you know as you were a young one, what was worse for you when your dad or your mom was frustrated with you, or when your mom and dad were disappointed in you? Oh yeah. Right. Yes. Those are the moments that you remember forever, right? And so, as you and I were talking, I wanted um, to—I just wanted to express to you that this is this is a lesson that I learned that if I if I could express my frustration in more of a disappointing way. I could still hold my integrity through it, mm-hmm. right? Because then I could explain to them why I was disappointed in the, the situation that occurred, the conversation that was had, the moment that maybe they they messed up. Yeah, And I didn't lose ground in that relationship. And that's one of the things that always is unfortunate about having hard conversations with people is that, Oftentimes, if you haven't prepared for the conversation, if you haven't vented, prevented, you know, (laughs) prevented, if you haven't gotten counsel from people, oftentimes, once again, we not only say things that we regret, but then we also ruin that relationship. You know, there's, there's, you know, and I've done this many, many a times where I haven't gone in first of all and asked permission to have a hard conversation with them, or I have gone into a conversation and I got so irritated and so pissed off and I said hurtful things and I regretted it. And then it took me years or it took me a long time to heal that relationship. And the unfortunate thing is this human nature to always have a trigger. Mm-hmm. Right. So the next time I got into a heated conversation, guess what they were thinking of? Even if they forgave me, yes. they were thinking of the last time Josh did this to me, the last time he put me in a corner, the last time he put his thumb on me, you know, the last time that whatever it was. Yeah. And it's almost impossible to get over this history of who you were and what you did or what you said. Sure. So. So what do you, so talking about your people at your table. I imagine
1: this all depends on the size of your table, but you're sometimes going to get great have a great audience for venting to, sure. and sometimes it's probably not going to be the healthiest, right. right? Like you could have easily come to me the week previous and said, "Man, here's where I'm at." And I could have just jumped on the bandwagon and said, "Yeah, dude, that's right. Yeah, you need to give them both barrels." Right? Right? Yeah. How do you how do you deal with that? How do you how do you kind of audit that to where you know, somebody's not just jumping on, going, "Yeah, let's go burn the village, man." Sure, right?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, that's a growing relationship, right? Okay. I mean, that's like so. Our friendship has grown uh, over the years, and 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 I didn't do that at the very beginning with you, right? I no. didn't do that within the first year, yes. Uh, you know, and all those things I, I kept very um, tight mm-hmm. and 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 held to the chest, um, but as other moments of I would call them integrity moments happen where I go I you know I, I kind of send send out that uh, that olive branch and say okay you know I'm gonna I'm gonna share something and I just want to know how they react and I want to know how it's gonna help me and improve me right every time you have those types of conversations, it allows you to open up a little bit more and open up a little bit more. And as long as you as a person, as an individual, continue to give great advice back, not perfect advice mm-hmm. by any means, but I'm saying just good advice back to that person and understand that, listen, I'm, you know, sometimes I do need you to support me in that, but most of the time I need you to give me the reality check to say, hey dude, I think right now you're putting your thumb down and I think the frustration is coming out and and And, I don't know if this is exactly who you want to represent right now. I think you're not representing who you say you are and how you live your life out. Dude, and and yeah. it's hard. That is hard. so, but I gotta tell you this, this is like an epiphany for me, Josh. Yeah, because
1: as you were saying that, I can remember I can point to several occasions where you were putting it out there, right? you You're, mm-hmm. you're kind of testing the waters. I can think of a dozen of those conversations. But at the time, I had no idea what those conversations were about. So mm-hmm. my mind is blown right now. Mm-hmm. But that's great because at any of those points, I could have been that guy. Oh yeah, let's go! You know, let's go burn the village. Right. I wasn't. You know, I mean, and, and not always. Now sometimes I was. Full disclosure, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Right. But for the most part, you and I were batting it back and forth because I'm like, no, he wants to have a serious conversation about this, and you know, what are the consequences, right? Because if we go guns blazing, we might we might ruin something that we've worked really hard for. So yeah. that is awesome. I love that. I didn't know that that's where you were going to go, but you, it it didn't happen that day, right? You didn't pick me the day that you decided to come vent to me. Right. It was a relationship. And I think that's very important that everybody knows that. You have to build up to that to where you can come to somebody and vent and they don't just jump on the bandwagon.
0: Yeah, you know, it's uh, I tell you what, there's, there's a great story that happened within our organization where one of our other leaders was trying to build up one of, um, an upcoming leader. Right. Mm -hmm. And there was a situation where, um, uh, they approached that individual and said, Hey, here's the scenario. Where do you lie on this scenario? And they literally answered it completely, not like a leader, but like a bulldozer. Yeah. And it was that opportunity to say, okay, there's the olive branch. And we're not going to extend it any more than this right now because there's there's a certain amount of growth that still needs to happen. You know, when when I come to you for advice, dude, the last thing I want is necessarily for you to agree with it. I want you to support me in it. But I, I want you to to give me the reality check. I want I want you to be my buffer. I want you to be the guy that's constantly correcting me and and helping me become the best leader possible. Right. And and I've and I've expressed this to a lot of leaders within our organization that I want that, you know? And 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 you've expressed the same way too, right? And then those leaders that do get it. They express the same thing. Like I don't need any more yes men or yes yeah. women in my life. We all have enough of those. When you start to get to people that will come in there and actually confront you with things and say, "Hey, can I give you a different point of view?" or "Hey, um, I want to. Can I? Can I? Can I battle against that a little mm-hmm. bit?" Uh, and I did that to you on another conversation, and and it wasn't combative, but it was more, "Can I just give you a different point of view on this?" Yeah. And when we can look at that and say. Okay. I'm willing to grow, absolutely yes. I'd love to hear that point of view and then take away what it is that was meaningful to you. Unfortunately, we can't we we as human beings um, oftentimes don't take other people's advice enough, right? We 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 take the wrong advice, yes, right? And we don't take the the other advice which is really hard right? Because it means that we have to change or that we have to have in that humility in our life. And and humility is a tremendous gift that once you know how to receive it and accept it into your life, it will catapult you to a, a level of leadership, a level of growth that you could only imagine to have. And I'm telling you, one of the best things that I've ever learned through all of the, the heartbreak and the failures and the challenges is to have humility in my life, man. I mean, it's still hard, but it is so worth it, dude. Well, you know,
1: it's it's so so true that in when you when you rise to a certain level of of leadership or or um, status, let's uh-huh. just say, that along with that comes a certain amount of ego, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, sure. I'm the guy that's right. If I wasn't the guy that's right, I wouldn't be in this position. right. And it's, I think sometimes the decisions that get made that that harm organizations, Are made because of an ego right and I think by having somebody at your table who you can kind of put that out there to, and they go man I don't know I don't know if that's the hard line you need to draw on this one that sometimes allows us that outside perspective to put our ego in check a little bit Mm -hmm. and that's hard to do it is hard to do because in you know in our world with big macho dudes you know we don't like to set our ego aside but I think in order to be an effective leader You have to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. Well, and we see it. I mean, and here's the thing is I would say that we see it not only in men, but we also see it in women in this position, right? Of course. I mean, how, how many times are we dealing with inflated egos that are not willing to uh, compromise and, and, and have a conversation where, Hey, listen, you, you are totally right on your end, but can you also look at this perspective and see how this is actually right as well too. And, and unfortunately you and I are put in that position all too often Once again, that's where humility comes into it. And we can show that grace through that. And, you know, they might not recognize it right now, but when they have time to reflect on it, they're going to see, and they're going to notice that, that, that we showed tremendous humility in that moment. And we, at the end of the day, we also came to the conclusion that we both wanted to. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I,
1: I said this in the beginning, I've grown substantially just being at your organization, but this was a game changer for me having that advice, being able to have someone to vent to, I mean, it it could save you a lot of regret down the road. Yep,
0: Uh, 100%, buddy. Well, you think we covered that? I think so. Okay. I mean, <laughs> till next time. Yeah. Till I, I tell you what though, it's so good though. And, and once again, the evolution, man. We we just talk about this. this is a journey, and 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 I hope that you that are listening to this, you know, understand like this journey is is meant for growth, right? This journey is not just to, is not meant to be stumbling along in the entire time. You should be going somewhere with this, right? It should be changing you in a positive way. And these are the. I mean, this is simply my journey. Uh, it is simply your journey, James. Right, and I hope that you, as you're listening to this, are able to apply this into your life uh, because it is. It's so powerful, right? Just like that, when you said that epiphany that you had, right? Those are the aha moments that we always look forward to. And we understand like, okay, that's where growth happens, right? You got it. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Once again, I just kind of, I just want to make sure you understand joshkalinowski.com. Go there. You can get all of our stuff. We're going to have apparel, by the way. I didn't talk about this earlier, but we're going to have apparel on there here shortly. uh, And you can get all the videos. You can get all of the podcasts. Download. The hell yeah statement i'm telling you it is so worth it it is powerful and it will make an impact in your life and make sure that you share this episode with somebody that needs it wait before you go we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the jk experience You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel. and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you.